Way down in Crawley, where the air is vast, are some rhyming geriatrics who are having a blast. On a podcast that's cooler than pipes that need lagging. Last name stories, first name staggering. My name is Scott and my head has a hole. It was done by a doctor who was also a merle. I keep all my pens there, case needed to write. I've always got a bick, but my hearing is shite. My name is Crumbly and I really like Snoopy. Don't want to hear no garbage about my willy, it's droopy. I'm digging the Moomins and I love status quo. Alpha male of our crew, I've made real Keith my hoe. Excuse me? I'm real Keith Dogs and I'm useless to rhyme. I really try my best, but I'm getting it wrong. My mind stores facts like a TARDIS invention. I sing to Shatner songs cause it eases the tension. I'm Jean. I'm all punky, of the kind that has steam. My hair changes colour every time I'm seen. I'm full-blooded cockney. I say gov, dogs and collar. I exercise my voice so I really can holler. I'm Adam. I'm the chief. I'm the boss of the gang. I'm going to rule the world or make it end with a bang. My house is all electric and I've pimped up my ride. When Gillen touched my head, I nearly curled up and died. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, 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 dear listeners, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories long. podcast. So very long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so long. <laughs> so I'm Crumbly. I'm Asta Man. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And, yes, I am... Excitable as always. Yeah. Gesticulating. <laughs> the real Keith Dunn. Uh, where were we going? <laughs> Shall we right. do the... Yeah, do the news, yeah. <laughs> without further ado... Right. Anyway, dear listeners, without further ado, tying information in knots, it's the news with El Presidente. Torchwood News. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Baroness gets his big finish. <laughs> Torchwood, the series that just won't settle, is on the move again. Starting on BBC Three way back in 2006, then moving to BBC Two, then to BBC One, and finally to die oh. on the US TV <laughs> network stars. Except, like its starring character, Captain Jack Harkness, Torchwood cannot die. Mm-hmm. It's back in audio form thanks to a new deal with Audiomonger's Big Finish. A mini-series of six linked audio adventures will be released, starting with the first in September 2015, and then monthly from January 2016. Mm. Each will focus on different members of the Torchwood team, exploring the impact that a mysterious event has on them. The range will begin with John Barrowman's Captain Jack in The Conspiracy by David Llewellyn. Big finish, big man, Nick Briggs (laughs) said... We're starting off with these more intimate, focused releases and we'll then move on to bigger casts and even wider scope. We're very much looking forward to working with all the cast and it's been such a pleasure liaising with Russell T. Davis, the Vast Toffee. No. <laughs> no, not Vast Toffee, not Russell T. Amen. <laughs> 
and it's been such a pleasure liaising with Russell T. Davis about this. He couldn't have been more supportive and helpful. Ooh. Additional cast members will be revealed at a later date. Mm. Quite how this impacts the previously announced series of four BBC Radio 4 plays is currently uncertain, but they sound quite similar. <laughs> of the Radio 4 plays, Barrowman said in January... One will feature the whole Torchwood team. The others will be character-based. Um, actually, mm. if Barrowman is involved, I think things have probably been revealed quite early on. He does tend to reveal <laughs> yes. an awful lot. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I don't think it's officially announced, yeah. the Radio 4 stuff, so I think probably it's morphed into this somehow. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're two separate beasts, are they? I don't think they are. Right, OK. I don't think they are. Again, this, uh, time this, will tell. This, this calls into speculation where Big Finish are with the... New Who license. Yeah. Yeah. Because usually they have. Torture been... is probably considered separate. From yeah, that. it might be separate, but it does dovetail in. It's yeah. getting closer to. Yeah. New and, Who. And you've got to remember, New Who is now what? 10 years old. 10 years old. Oh, it's quite <laughs> nearly silly. Yeah, it's giving that way. Be interesting to see them like um, Jaguar and Lightfoot. Yeah. Meet the torture with a team yeah, of exactly. yeah. Victorian yeah. era. They can certainly run into Captain Jack. Theory, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And they don't have to stick on one series. They can do multiple series yeah. set in different mm-hmm. times. They yeah. could. You yeah. have different Torchwood teams. Yes. yes. Well, they do with Steam the main range, Torchwood. don't yeah. they? You can have a Doctor doing adventures with one character and then there's an... There's another range being yeah. recorded yeah. simultaneously yeah, with the same the, Doctor. Because we've got the main range, and then you've got the fourth Doctor range and the eighth Doctor range. Yeah, yeah the fourth Doctor range jumps around in time a bit, yes. or, or did yeah. until... Yeah. The we've only got one companion things. left now, haven't we? Yeah. 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 Um, unfortunately. <laughs> so it the fifth Doctor as well for a while, didn't yeah. it? Sometimes it would be with Nissa, then it would be the full lot. In then. the main range, but the box sets tended to be in chronological order. Yeah, yeah. Up until the fourth Doctor stuff, when they jumped around a bit. So we could end up with something like Yanto's Diaries. <laughs> from the dead Ooh. his shrine will have new material yeah x-rated stuff for uh, being mm, finished thank you <laughs> red dwarf news oh yeah oh the Smegs are heading back. Right. Oh. After the record-breaking mm. success of Red Dwarf 10 in 2012, mm. it was seen as just a matter of time before Red Dwarf 11 would spill out of a convenient white hole onto Dave. The channel, that is. <laughs> sure enough, after a bit of a delay, the bust-like Red Dwarf 11 is on its way, and right behind it, Red Dwarf 12. Mm. The two series will be shot back-to-back in autumn and then broadcast on Dave in 2016 and 2017. Mm. According to the Red Dwarf co-creator, the now sole writer, mm. Doug Naylor, the people behind Dave... Originally asked for more shows back in 2012, but frustratingly, it's taken until now to get out ducks in a row and all the boys available at the same time. Now they are. We're all absolutely delighted. <laughs> As you can tell. You do. <laughs> two of them, you've got uh, Danny John Jules has been doing Death in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So you've got to fit round him and then is it Craig Charles has, he's not only got the Coronation Street which well, is given apparently out, he also he's, does he's, radio programme as well as he's DJing. Apparently he's quit uh, Coronation Street yeah. now yeah. so he's free to, to do uh, yeah. to do this for some mm. reason which it seems odd. Yeah. 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 Ten years he's been in Coronation Street he quits mm. this to do I don't know, a few months work Yeah, Red Dwarf. It. Well it was really good actually Red Dwarf 10 wasn't it? I thought it was really good. Oh. It was, really better, it. it was better than the, the Coronation um, Street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think anything could be better than that. It was better than the last couple of seasons of the BBC one. Yeah. But yeah. good is debatable. Oh, OK. <laughs> it was enjoyable <laughs> anyway. Jonathan Strange and Mr Norrell. Broadcast oh, okay. imminent. Mm. Finally. Judging by all of our news stories in this podcast, nothing happens quickly in the realms of TV anymore, as exemplified by the television adaptation of Susanna Clarke's novel, Jonathan Strange and Mr Norrell. Mm. 
announced as a project in 2012, filmed in 2013, and finally it will see the light of day this very year, 2015. Mm-hmm. The now seven-episode series, up from the original six, begins sometime in the week of the 16th to the 22nd of May on BBC One. Oh, that's almost now. It is. Mm, yeah, more or less, yeah. They better decide on a date then. Yeah. Exact date and time unknown as we record this. Yep. The story itself is set at the beginning of an alternative history 19th century where magic is widely acknowledged but rarely practised yet returning through our two protagonists mm. Mm. it's very strange why it's taking so long yeah. 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 it's been in the can for a couple of years now yeah, yeah. <laughs> You thought they got the date sorted then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometime in May, you know. Sometime, yeah. No doubt when the Radio Times comes out, it'll yeah, become we'll clear. Yeah. We have some sad news. Oh. The actor Nigel Terry, who played General Cobb in the 2008 10th Doctor story, The Doctor's Daughter, is uh, dead. dead. He died at the age of 69 uh, after suffering <laughs> cancer for some considerable time. Mm-hmm. Well, did you try to shoot Jenny? Did yeah, kill her? yeah, exactly. So, apparently he died was... last Thursday. This is the 4th yeah. of May. He was um, Arthur, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He was the most, uh, it was most West Country Arthur yeah. there's oh, ever no. been. He was <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> yeah. He's appeared in Agatha Christie, mm. Foyle's War, Holby City, Mortimer's Law, Reason for Murder... Highlander, The Orchid House, Ruth Rendell Mysteries, The Merry Wives of Windsor, Sherlock uh, Holmes. Cold Cases. Yeah. And a mortuary near you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and adding to that uh, uh, slight point of depression, the actress, Grace Lee Woodley, right. is no longer with us. Oh. Yeoman, Yeoman Rand. Oh, okay. Yeoman Rand has unfortunately shuffled off this mortal coil into the next dimension at the age of 85. Wow. Oh, not a bad injury. Yeah, yeah. oh. Yes, yes, I'm afraid she has She has gone. Oh, well, I suppose we'll allow it. The programme's nearly 50 years old, yeah. so... Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's very true, yeah. Yeah, I would have thought it put her younger, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, because, I mean, I would have thought I would have put her in her 20s when uh, the original Star Trek series yeah. was filmed. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now she's unfortunately... Dead. dead. Thank you. We have a, a little tweet from William Shea. From yep. condolences to the family of Grace, she was a constant, uh, shining smile over the years. Every time now paths crossed, oh, a chat tweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness me. And my final addendum: mm-hmm. going into the realms of science fiction, oh. we have a new engine. It was called an EM drive. Oh, right. And the wonderful thing about this drive is nobody can figure out how the hell it works. Mm. Somebody built it. Somebody has <laughs> built it. Yeah, it's a quantum vacuum plasma thrust drive. Uh-huh. So it uses yeah. microwaves bouncing around a closed container. So there is actually no fuel for this drive. Well, mm. so it generates the microwaves. It drones, generates yeah, yeah. electricity generates the microwaves. It generates energy, but, it's but they can't figure out how fuel. how the microwaves are generating the thrust. Okay, mm. and it, they've got it. Dark um, matter. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, strange according, matter. According yeah. to this report here, it was first created in two thousand and nine. The scientist who built it, Roger Scheuer, showed everyone and demonstrated and was, and uh-huh. no one believed him because it's against the uh, classical... It's the laws of physics. I've, I've heard mm. of yeah. this. It's against the uh, laws of classical physics. Do you have to plug in a nice hot cup of tea? <laughs> it could yeah. be, it could be. They built it in 2009, it worked and they were claimed they were able to produce 720 millinewtons. Now that doesn't sound very much because it's very small. But if you're doing it over... If you're Scale it up. Mm, If you scale it up, 
Yeah. And only now they've actually started looking at it. And it's been accepted by NASA's Eagle Works to do a test drive. And I believe they have reproduced the um, results in China. Because hmm. the thing is, I mean, if, they, if, if they're looking at it for extraterrestrial propulsion, so if they're looking at it as a future propulsion for spacecraft, you don't mm-hmm. actually need that much thrust because you haven't got gravity to to go against unless you're intending to wow. land on a planet and go off if you're just looking to shuttle if around. you're just using the constant acceleration well, as, as yeah. I say, they, they're using it for constant acceleration they are thinking of using it for satellites mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. To, less to, risky to cut mm. up and to control yeah. satellites keeping in orbit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but mm. I, I do love the idea if they can't figure out why it's working it <laughs> but just it does, does. <laughs> scary really yeah, yeah. 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 don't, don't yeah. ask yeah. Scotty he said you can't break the laws of physics mm. no, that's it, one of those things where you've stumbled upon something without knowing what you've stumbled upon yeah. it's, your it's not dangerous it's just thrusty <laughs> was that a quote as we muck around with it for a bit yeah we'll work yeah. out how it goes so is that it that's my identity I mean, that's, that's my the thing identities. how do you turn it off <laughs> We've been watching a DVD. We have. We have. Yes. Been again. We've been using our faces to watch that DVD. Mm, we have. What DVD have Not we been watching? Oh, something to do with a face, isn't it? And evil. Faceless oh. ones. An evil face? Evil monkey? Was it face of evil? Dun, 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 dun. Evil. I've got an itchy eye. <laughs> is it on your face of evil? It is. <laughs> is your face being evil and itching you? It is. Okay. So that'd be Doctor Who? Yep, it was. that would oh, yes. be. Pause it for music. Okay, we've right. paused. We've paused. <laughs> okay, that's a dramatic pause there. <laughs> when was this uh, televised? 1977. Yes. It, was, it was over Christmas, wasn't it? Because I, I do remember. I think it's, I don't remember. No. I think it was either. You weren't born. First <laughs> to the 22nd of January. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it's mm. one of the classic Bob Holmes. Yes. Cliff. Yes. Not and Bob Holmes. It's not. It's Chris Boucher. Boucher. Mm, yeah. Boucher. I think Chris Boucher set it up. He's the writer. No, no, no. Hinchcliffe set it up, but Boucher inherited it. Okay. Because ah. it was first, I believe. Boucher's yeah, first. that's I mean, because it was, it was uh, one of the ones, one of the scripts that uh, Hinchcliffe had commissioned, but it's one of the, it's uh, Boucher's first season. Boucher's is a writer in this one. Is it? Oh, well, yeah. He's a writer. Anyway, he did two, didn't he? Scrub Face that. of Evil and then mm. followed by Robots of Death. Robots and Death, I think which... he did Robots and then went back and did Face mm. of Evil. I'm not sure about mm. that, yeah, but for me, Robots is far superior, but... Uh, Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and this, this is the one episode, well, the four episodes, the one story which dragged the role of the companion back down from something that was halfway decent to... Uh, God. A savage. Really? Yeah. Basically, savage. Went from, it introduces uh, Leela, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, in Leela's my opinion, it went from Sarah her, yeah. Jane Smith, who was intelligent, wore clothes most of the time, <laughs> um, was <laughs> sort of an example to little girls everywhere to let's just put poor old Louise Jameson in a swimming costume with just bikini. enough for leather, decency. Yeah, yeah, and worst of all, leather. let's black her up and see what well, happens. Well, that, that <laughs> didn't stick, fortunately. Yeah. Yeah. At least she's going around killing people. And she got well, a toy. That's, true, yeah. well, well, that's a good thing. <laughs> a good example for little children. Yeah. 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 Save for decency, originally it didn't have the flaps. That's what I mean, just put enough on it for decency. <laughs> the, the little what? flaps at the front, mm. oh, back, yeah. to maintain yeah. a decency. Yeah. The they front flaps. On the original version, 
she asked them for one because she thought she had a big bum. Not for any reason of... Oh. Well, we must be grateful for the front flaps. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Always. Uh, <laughs> but according to the uh, DVD, uh, when I had You've been it, talking to the DVD, Crumbly. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, according to the DVD, of, well, or when I had it, the videotape, uh, more than 30 years in the TARDIS, Tom Baker was more... He was playing more of a uh, Henry Higgins you know, type role to her, Leela. Mm. Yeah, that was yeah. the idea. It that never really, really came across. to educate her. Mm, educate yes. her. They do yeah. a lot more of that in Big Finish mm. now yeah. 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 than they yeah. ever did back in the series. And I mean, reality, they, they touched upon it briefly in ta- Talents. Yeah. yeah. But that was about it. Well, this is what annoyed me, I think, is... You've got this this half naked woman, and you just assume that she's stupid. She wasn't stupid at all. She no. lacked she, knowledge. Yeah, yeah, that's not the same thing no. as being stupid. No. She well, was the one yeah. that sort of saw the light and tried to break from the norm of her own tribe. Yeah, yeah. she was clearly yeah. extremely well, smart. That's it. I mean, her and tribe, she just I mean, never was treated that they way. They were very much bound by superstition, and the way mm. she, was, yeah, she was and hats. She was the scientist mm. of the group. If anything, well, she, well, she was the one. To everyone, when it started, the doctor lands there alone and breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, that's terrible, that bit, doesn't it? That is. He's yeah. Talk, he talk, well, he's not talking to the camera, he's talking to, to himself. himself. He just directly down, looking barrel directly down the camera. Down yeah. the barrel yeah. of the camera. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you've got two separate tribes living on this planet. One is the Seventeen. Mm, yes. Yeah. And the other one's... The Tesh. 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 And uh, it slowly doesn't take that long to dawn on everyone that one's a survey team and mm-hmm. one's a technician. Yeah, technicians, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the divider between them is the evil, evil face, <laughs> i.e. him. Yes, Zoannan. Zoannan. They pray to the god Zoannan, but Tom Baker's, or the fourth doctor's face, is the evil one. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He basically, he in a past episode, it's one of the few times I've actually referenced a story we haven't seen. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So he's been yeah. there before. He's been and... there before. Now, according to the uh, <laughs> Target the books, the Target books, yep. which was written by um, That Man Has No Neck. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. The Queen. original story took place in the middle of Robot. So he mm. was suffering from a regeneration crisis ah. at the time. Bit of a stretch. And, <laughs> and, and nipped away when he was meant to be mm. unconscious. Yeah, but there again, I mean, that okay. would explain why so he didn't recall being there. Yeah. Mm. That's, mm. that's uh, according to the title. Okay. Of the so yeah. It fleshes it out a little bit more. Yeah. He, he finds the spaceship in the store, the, the one we haven't seen. The computer broke down. He interfaces with the computer. Unfortunately, at that point, the computer's becoming sentient mm. and leaves part of his own kind of mental pattern on it, which, for some reason, sends the computer mad. Computer. <laughs> yeah, but there again, so going back to what you were saying, because the Doctor was in, in the middle of a regeneration crisis, I mean, obviously, that could have been printed on the, uh, on the computer. Mm. I suppose so. so. Mm. It's retro... Uh, mm. Yeah, it's not mentioned at all yeah. in the no, story, no, is no, it? No, it's, it's not. It's just a untelevised episode. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I thought maybe this is a case of adventure he has in his future yeah oh, oh, I like yeah. that idea yeah I wasn't aware that Old Who did this yeah but no it's no. an adventure we'd never <laughs> <No>. seen yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough but Old Who hadn't done that either really before not really no I suppose not time lash uh, <laughs> that's, later. That's, that's, uh, yeah. that's later but I'm not still not very clear on who did the face no mm. but it was chiselled in there at some point somebody well, some, went to the trouble of past, yeah Doing a big, massive yeah, yeah, face yeah, in the street. Him, yeah, I think in his regeneration crisis, his ego hadn't been tapped. <laughs> it could have been him, or yeah. it could have been the Tesh, because the Tesh recognised him. 
or that's the Lord of Time. Yeah, so they up. recognised him facially. So mm-hmm. it could have been the test. Or it could have been Zoanna himself, because yeah. we don't know mm-hmm. we don't know how the force barriers were placed there. Okay. So it could have mm-hmm. been done eons in the past when the force pl- barriers were placed. Yes, so. And when yeah. you when Zoran, laser carving. Sorry. Yeah, and when Zoanna does his invisible monsters bit where he sends his yeah, his Tom id Baker's out face, yeah. Tom Baker's vase yeah. that that you see when they shine onto the yeah, eat. I mean that was where I was, you know, sort of drew the comparison between that and um, yeah, Forbidden Planet. Yes, yeah, yeah which we'd seen another Doctor Planet recently. of Evil. Planet of Evil. Oh, another That's of Evil. evil. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Base of Evil, Planet same, of Evil. Same thing. Yeah, and uh, great way to save money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking of cheap, the lasers were terrible. Oh yes. And you do see those laser guns. It, funny how his yeah. one he makes is exactly the same as the ones the Tesh have. Yes. And if I seem well, to remember right, we see it? them again later yeah, on. But you can get yeah. around that because the amount of junk that is left lying around from this. I mean, I, I loved what's, what's the high priest's name? Oh, the shaman. Yeah, uh, yeah I love his deacon hat, which is a glove. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 So they he could have put together the laser gun yeah. from mm. the bits and pieces that are scattered cu- around. A couple of scenes that made me laugh out loud, where you just mentioned the shaman, yeah. were, you know, the doctor is being held captive by the severed team, and the shaman is waving that box at him while making all these strange, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, strange shouting noises. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how the other members of the cast managed to keep straight faces while it's cringe probably worthy, didn't. Isn't it? <laughs> and, and the other scene was um, with the Tash. Why wouldn't a simple salute suffice? <laughs> yeah. As opposed to this big, expansive bow. And sort of <laughs> it's the Arnold Rimmer school of technicians. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> For, for a planet with invisible creatures, there was a mm. hell of a lot of mirrors in this story. You had mirrored walls, yeah, you, you had did. the mirror that yeah. destroyed the, the laser, mm-hmm. you had the Doctor spotting Leela when she mm-hmm. turned in a mirror, just mirrors everywhere. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and no bone. cameras. Yep. No. Well, there was one camera in there. Was it, was it attached to the... Yeah, to the wall, that round ball like thing. Oh, right, oh, okay. I did like, again, this is from the days when money is being spent. I thought the jungle sets... Were very, along with the Zeta Minor, the jungle <laughs> set was very good. Was yeah. Very, very if, you, if you compare it slightly later to uh, the Kinder Jungle, yeah. so when they brush the leaves out of the way, you can see the white studio floor. Ooh, yeah, because yeah. because like Planet of Evil, this was done on film, wasn't yeah. it? You could, yeah. but you could tell where there was yeah. cuts into videotape. Yeah, it's unfortunately where you can tell they've moved between yeah. the TV centre and wherever mm. they, they filmed. The but film, at least they the tried. Yeah. At least it looked yeah. good for some scenes. I think it was also interesting. The, the way they dealt with the schizophrenic sentient computer um, and his little conductuation games in eugenics yes. mm. that he was conducting between the two. It could have been easy not to make the computer its own character, but it was its own character in yeah. there as well. Boy. It was actually part of the plot, not just something in the background. In that last episode, it well, had quite a presence. I picked out three distinct voices. I um, mean, yeah. there's the doctors, there's Leela's, I mean, I do believe. Uh, Pamela Salem. Oh, so she turned up voice. in Robots of Death. Next episode. Next, yeah. next story, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the original voice of her, Zoran. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think it's perhaps the only story where it's all been the Doctor's fault. Mm. Stupid Doctor. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of the first times yeah, it's, he's it's, actually faced the face of the discussion of his actions. Yeah, when he has been wrong all yeah. the way through. And it's all boils down to him. Got very mixed messages over the Janus thorns. He seemed to have this some just mild how dare you who gave you licence to slaughter no more Janus thorns but he didn't make any effort to take them off her <laughs> so I think he recognised like Jack with his gun that yeah. it's quite yeah. handy having someone around who will and he felt the bad guys now. if needed he did <laughs> 
casually flip a flesh-eating creature thing onto someone's shoulder yeah. after mm. he slapped Leela. Oh, so. the ho- well, the hoarders, weren't hoarders. they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The rubber yeah, hoarders. But that wasn't going to kill them. It was just going to well, eat it would his arm the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not going to be that hard to get to the heart after you strip mm. the flesh from the shoulder. <laughs> Very much mixed messages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be my companion, so I've got to tell the boys and girls that it's bad to go around stabbing people. But yeah. in the meantime, he's a baddie. I'm going to chuck something at and him. And the moment that Leela was hit by James Thorne, he came out with a, a solution yeah, to save her immediately. Yeah. The others he didn't care about. <laughs> <laughs> Let him die. They weren't pretty and wearing a yeah. weird bikini. But he, he has the Doctor's done that before, though, with characters, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I did... I actually quite like... It's not in my top 50 kind of style. No. Not even for the fact that it has lots of man boob. Not even for the fact that man boob. <laughs> but it is... It's actually yeah. one of the ones I actually quite like. It's, yeah. it's quite a good story. And it's also one of the stories that I think that could be written and done now. Yeah, yeah it feels very well. different but it, very it, modern, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, fits within that 45-minute by the time you've got the overlaps and the rest of it. It's about yeah. the length of um, a modern story, so just a little be. bit longer. Mm. It could easily have been written for the new Who as much as it was then. There yeah. would have been tweaks to it, but it's still within that same kind of idea mindset they have now. It didn't overdo mm. the techno babble as well. No. I seemed mm. to understand what was going on. Mm. I wasn't quite sure when I was younger, first time watching it with a you know a computer with a split personality, but I got it after a couple mm. of watches. And I do like the way that the language had deteriorated yeah oh yeah because they weren't like first generation they yeah. were well, yeah. second third fourth fifth generation so yeah. then the words will have been corrupted yeah. and as it, they were misheard and, or just and, forgotten and it was the various rituals they did yeah oh yeah so, checking no. the seals yeah. on and, the, and the, yeah. the glove on the, ha- yeah. the hat yeah. <laughs> yeah. although how the hell they didn't work out that was a yeah. glove i mean <laughs> <laughs> but the, they, they did the language better than in paradise towers where that yeah. deteriorated oh, you yeah. know bin liner i did like the scene with the priest though when he gets the message from Zion and at the end of it he says yes doctor yeah, yeah. and he's worked it out yeah, he he's not really he's well. gone loopy by that yeah. stage but he not, was also yeah. the only one yeah. that didn't get taken over by Zion when he started playing his mind tricks because mm. his mind had already gone, gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his mind had already gone because um, he was wearing half a cylinder head gasket around his neck <laughs> right, yeah. but that, that last cliffhanger you know who am I yeah. who am I yes. it's one of the weirdest out yeah, there cliffhangers I've ever seen Sending the Doctor mad in the... Yeah. Uh, schizophrenic computer. And you've got... Yeah. The, is it the director's son doing the voice? It's just... It's weird. So you've got all these different voices and then you've got a kid right at the last... Oh, yeah. yeah. Sort of tucked yeah. in the background, yeah. yeah. Interesting, their take on religion too. <laughs> Cults and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You can kind of tell that uh, Chris Boucher probably isn't much a religious man. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was a sci-fi staple back then that various things have decayed and religious mad computers so mm. it's, yes wasn't new then but it was well done yeah. I think if you're a new Who viewer and you're reluctant to watch old Who, this is probably one of the easier ones to watch. Yeah. I would yeah, go it's slow. Maybe. It's a bit yeah. slow, but it, it, it's still in keeping with the, the new Who and that. And it's interesting enough, and you don't need to know some of the points of reference that you do for some other stories. But maybe. you do get a nice introduction to a companion that leads into Robots of Death, you mm. know, as a classic. So. Yeah, that's true. I did feel the first couple of episodes dragged a bit. There was some dragging. 
Yeah. It got better once we saw the Tesh came into it and mm. we started yeah. getting the whole story and everything. We knew they were fighting with someone, but we didn't yeah. know who until the second half of the yeah. story, really. Until that point, there's the bit of a forest couldn't get through. Yeah. Why, what was that all about? It was... Flattening alarm clocks or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Good effect. Yes. yes. Well worth okay. a watch. <laughs> And now, dear listeners, for your delighting delectation, we present to you once again our literary and auditorial musings that get washed up on your shore in Flotsam and Jetsam. Been playing a game. She has yeah, a game. Yeah. Yes, it's been oh, fun have you been to watch. I've Kiss been Chase. playing Alien. Uh, sorry? Kiss Chase. No tag. Ah. I've been playing Alien Isolation. Oh, yes. And it's ball clenchingly frightening. <laughs> it's it's so you sounded very watch. delicate really there. Is. Then it's oh, ball clenching. Basically, what, 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 um, it's on the PS4. Basically, and the PC. You are Ripley's daughter, and the flight recorder of the Nostromo has been found and is being kept on a space station just off of Jupiter. And you've taken a ship. Well, you've become a, a, big ship. a passenger on a ship to go over and retrieve it because you've got mummy issues and want to know what's happened to her. And basically, the space station, when you get there, is an absolute wreck. Something's gone wrong. Yeah, uh, things have broken. Yeah. You've got an alien on the ship, yeah. essentially. No. Who just, you can't kill. Just the one. Just, just the one, the one. Not a beach ball yeah. alien. Not no, a beach ball. <laughs> scary <laughs> double-mouthed alien. Right. Xenomorph. Yeah, and yeah. also on the ship are some rogue androids, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. And some humans. Data. Now you might think, <laughs> great, there's some humans. We will team up. We will arrange ourselves, organise. No, you won't. Because, of course, you're split into factions and you kill each other a lot. <laughs> How good are your uh, androids? Are they, like, chameleon good? I'm, I haven't found them yet. Uh, I just know they're there. They're, that's they're, because they're, chameleons are chameleons. They are (laughs) ash good. Yeah. Right. And Ah. you've basically got to get through this space station. There's various things you have to find, things you have to do, people you have to off. (laughs) <laughs> aliens you have to hide from and it's scary as hell because you know somewhere there's an alien there's one bit where you've you've picked up some odds and sods that you need to make a med pack and then steam comes out of the ceiling and the alien comes out of the ceiling and lands right in front of you mm. and you've got to hide and there's another bit <laughs> where you spot the alien so you try and be clever you think I'll hide behind this packing crate and the alien you're thinking is heading off down the alleyway so you'll hide here and then you'll go and he doubles back and he walks past your packing crate and if you had your wits about you you would just hide quietly and let him go what you don't do what you don't do <laughs> is you empty all 13 bullets from the revolver you found into the alien because you can't kill him oh okay <laughs> and then he eats you and you die and, <laughs> and there's cupboards there's cupboards and it says click here to hide in the cupboard so you hide in the cupboard thinking yes I can do this I'll hide here like an ostrich but then it puts up little tips saying hiding in the cupboards only delays the inevitable so even the computer <laughs> wow. is after is you, against you. <laughs> I, I would like to put an addendum that I came back after going round a friend's house come back mm-hmm. home and I find her cowering in the corner under a blanket with the remote control halfway across the room it was scary the game was trying to kill me <laughs> <laughs> I keep but it's really, really sorry. I just completely spoke over the top. That's of you. Okay. I was just saying. I, I keep thinking that you're recreating. Listen, especially for Keith. By <laughs> <the> <laughs> uh, but the um, 
the visuals on it are oh, excellent. God, yeah. They're they're like Alien. It's it, like 1979 it, yeah, all yeah, over again. Yeah. It's fantastic. When you save the game, you have to go and find this phone. It's a proper phone on a wall, and you yeah. put in what looks like an eight track tape to save this game. It really is is wonderfully <laughs> it's old all fashioned. Yeah, they really went accurate. back to all the original yeah. set yeah. photography they didn't did. they, and all that for mm. it. Yeah, and the Alien. It's just wonderful because it's not looking for you, but. When it's there and you're there, what it, the hell? It knows you, <laughs> and it creeps everywhere, and yeah. you end up in the ducting, and you just know at one point it's going to be hiding <laughs> around the corner, and you're going to ah. So they base the movements on the original dancers that they used. Yeah. so it's, it's more it's that very, style very of alien. alien. I think the knees are backwards, aren't there? Something to make it look a little more alien. I, I think so. I don't know. I, was I, I do have to crying. say, if you want to have a moment of fun, anyone's playing this game, just walk up, sit behind it, and go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old Jaguar, sorry, Jaguar one used to scare. That was scary, wasn't hell, it? But, uh, yeah. This is, this is excellent. I, I don't know how it's going to finish. I, I'm assuming you've just got to find your way off the ship. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to finish with you in a gibbering wreck of a I'm there already, way. and I've only been playing it for half an hour. I do recommend it. It's excellent. I've been reading Scud. Scud? Scud, Scud the Disposable Assassin. Okay. By, Scud, it's a graphic novel right. by mm-hmm. Rob Schneid and Dan Harmon. Oh, right. does oh, Community. Yeah, and okay. also Dan Harmon did Rick and Morty. I forgot to mention that oh, last really? time. He does the cartoon. Yeah. And it's about a vending machine assassin. <laughs> and once they've achieved their kill, vending some, machine or, or someone who kills yeah. vending machines. No, no, <laughs> you can get your own personal assassin from a vending machine. Awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you put in your coins, get your assassin, they kill whoever, and then they self-destruct. <laughs> a crime. Yes. It must be a very big vending machine. It is a rather big vending machine. Oh, there's not a picture of it. Big yet. one but, inside. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and Scud is all about one of these Scud androids that decides it doesn't want to die. So <laughs> after it attacks its target, it then pays for the hospital to keep the target alive. So it takes on other jobs, killing people to earn more and more money to keep their original target alive. So that it won't self <laughs> Yeah, so it won't self-destruct. <laughs> ah. And uh, eventually the, the thing that's being kept alive uh, escapes from hospital, takes on lots of different bits of creatures, and everything it kills, it then steals a little bit of a giraffe's head here and a, <laughs> a donkey's ass there. <laughs> and there, yeah, there's all sorts of pop references in there. So there's one guy that's drinking from a mug that just says alrighty then and it's got Ace Ventura on the front Um, and Scud gets a little sidekick which is sort of a kid which is made of fabric with lots of zips and you can unzip him pull anything out but you can also hide inside him because he's dimensionally transcendental. Yeah. So there's a whole world in there and it's like a a giant Walmart where you can buy anything and there is one random Dalek going around in there. It's 24 issues long. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's a massive tome of a book and I'm about halfway through and it was started sort of in 1994 when Rob Schneid, the writer, had uh, just split up with his girlfriend (laughs) and the uh, Scud's original target is a woman and I think Rob's channelling all his regret and his hurt and his anger at that one target and then he leaves it for about... 10 years and then comes back to it by popular demand and Dan Harmon helps him finish it off but I can't tell you what happens in the end I don't want to spoil it and I don't know but I highly recommend it it's very funny very gory but uh, definitely up your street Scuddy (laughs) Scud the disposable assassin and that's available in graphic novel form it is you can probably get it in PDF as well but yeah Yeah. it's all in a graphic novel it's a massive tome about two inches thick but it's very entertaining absolutely right I have finally 
fi- finish reading Red Mars. Yay! <laughs> Only two Hardly more to go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and they're even thicker books than the first one. Yeah. So by December? Mm, well, maybe. Oh, yeah, I don't want to push you on that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, um, well, to continue with, with my um, Moomin fixation, <laughs> I'm actually reading the uh, Moomin comic books. Oh. Yeah, they drawn by Tuve Janssen back in the um, early 50s. Wow, that's going back a bit. Yeah. I, I didn't know they did comics. Mm, yeah, yeah, because... Um, well, no, not, not generally in the 50s, I mean the Moomins. She was, yeah, she, she was more known for the actual novels and the, uh, yeah. sort of the uh, original comic strip that she drew for the London Evening News. Oh, oh yeah, okay. it's full of filth, that comic strip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and um, yeah. and this next section leads me sort of neatly into, an, in a, well, what would be an addendum. Yeah, whereas <laughs> in the first book, one of the actual sort of stories is uh, Moomins on the Riviera, which okay. has been made into a film and is due for release in the UK this, later on this month. Wow, OK. okay. And you know, the, uh, who, the Who connection is uh, Moomin Troll is voiced you know, by our very own Russell Tovey. Oh! Okay. Will we be going to the cinema to see this film? Mm, distinct possibility. Mm. <laughs> Is it Moom in 3D? No. Just, yeah. Yeah, Thank just, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the snouts will you know, come out the screen. Ugh, they're like hippos. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and um, yeah, comic uh, comic strip I've, I've been reading. It's the um, it's the comic strip of the novel of the album. Clockwork Angels by Rush. Mm. Right. Sorry, so it's the comic book of the novel of the novelisation of the album by yeah, of Clockwork Angels by Rush. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. a couple of collections. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Jean, so you're you're accustomed with it. Actually, you know, got it for your birthday. Yes, I haven't started reading it yet. Oh, okay then. Uh, mm. Yes. Mm, no, as I say, the two issues I have. Well, unfortunately, it's, all, it's halfway through the story because they're they're only two, two issues I could pick up when I was up at the Forbidden Planet. So I'm reading sort of halfway through the novel at the moment. Well, in a nutshell, it's Steam punk more or less mm. but because the novel is based on an album by rush there are lots of um yeah, references to the album and various yeah, previous works by rush you know, like um the album fly by night there's one there's one scene where the hero uh, owen hardy he comes out of this inn called the fly by night tavern and the inn sign is this picture of an owl which was featured on the front cover of uh, rush's third album so lots of um references. Oh, yeah, lots of references to rush references. In the aforementioned uh, inn, there's lots of drunks sitting around sort of singing a song, uh, Seven Cities of Gold, <laughs> which featured on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I, rec- I recommend it. Very good. Right, uh, myself, I have, book-wise, I'm between books, because I've just finished Nation, and I'm scouting around to see what takes my fancy next. Scouting for boys, eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Along with uh, fighting the wife for possession <laughs> of uh, the PS4, okay. I have bought... Saints Row 4. Uh, that is a, an interesting little game. It's a big sandbox game. Mm-hmm. where like uh, sandbox. Uh, yeah, you, you can run around and play and do all manner of things. Uh, like take a crap. In yeah. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it follows the fortune of the Saints, uh, Saints Row gang, in, who in the previous games have gone from a uh, street gang up until President of the United States of America. You start as President of the United States yeah. of America and are immediately invaded by aliens. <laughs> okay, well, of course. And of these, course. these aliens capture you and put you in a virtual world that you have to break out of. And so there's, there's slight bits of Matrix in okay. there because mm. you start off as a normal person, you run around and pick up these data leakages and eventually become super powered. Okay, like a bomber again. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, and again, again you, you, you get out there and I'm halfway through it, so I don't know where it's going or how it finished. But the reason I want to mention it is you can pick up various weapons. Okay. You can go to a shop and buy the various weapons. Yeah. They are customizable. You have machine guns and pistols. Machine guns you can pick up a standard machine gun or a pink and white polka dot machine gun <laughs> right. or a rubber band gun. Mm. It's okay. actually a big rubber band and fire sticks. Eh? But um, <laughs> the pistol got my fancy because you can have a Colt forty five pistol mm-hmm. or a pistol called the Captain. Ah. And the underlined mm-hmm. uh, part, title for this is for when you want to misbehave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say because it fires shat. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, is, it is Malcolm Reynolds' pistol, basically. What you've yeah. neglected to mention is are there crates to hide behind or cupboards to hide in? No, no, you don't need them because you can bounce and fly after a little while. Oh, okay, I <laughs> enjoy that. But do they mostly come at night, mostly? No, no, no. Oh, they come okay. whenever they want to. So basically, you've both got <laughs> alien games. <laughs> various oh. descriptions oh. <laughs> but that's what i've been up to well i finally finally got into game of thrones <laughs> okay. i forced my way through the first episode and then mm. actually got into it episode or boobs yes and i'm about third of the way through season three thoroughly enjoying it jeez you've really gone for it haven't you yeah, yeah. yeah. how many willies have you encountered <laughs> in real life i think one full on full frontal so far but oh, a few was it 3d uh, i think you've got a couple more willies coming up because yeah. they're the dragging behind the horse willy <laughs> yeah, dragging behind indeed um but i watched netflix daredevil oh yeah oh yes, yes. and yeah. i've watched all of it yeah and it's flipping brilliant yeah um it really is what arrow wanted to be but didn't have the balls kahunis to actually yeah. do with now um, network tv though I don't know. It's it's a lot more physical violence and there is a lot more blood on This isn't kind of like you punch someone and nothing happens. You punch someone and they look like they're (laughs) covered in blood. They actually die. It is very, very brutal. It's very obvious they weren't sure if they were going to get picked up or because I think it's one of the first times Netflix has done a. Is it sort of self contained? So, yeah, if it doesn't get picked up. It has been. It, yeah, but if it hadn't been, the last episode, you could just have easily have finished there mm-hmm. and you have finished that that season's story. Yeah. Likewise, it could also go on from there. It hasn't left you at a point where you need to see what happens next. doesn't say to be continued. No, which I think was quite, quite nice considering yeah. they didn't know how it was going to go on. If it goes out of Netflix and becomes networked, I'm, I think it could get watered down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Trimmed. I really do. Yeah, it won't. Netflix have got it, and they're making another season, aren't they? But Excellent. Uh, at first, I wasn't sure about it, because the history of the previous film and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> never seen the film, have you? No. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. I really did. I think also it's about 13 episodes long. Uh, yeah, I think 13. about right. Yeah. If it had been longer than that... I think you would have started to... Get a bit of repetition Get a bit of repetitious and that kind of stuff. It is one long storyline, basically. It is one storyline within that 13. You don't want it longer than that, otherwise you'd have to start doing individual... Character... Or or flashbacks. Like bloody torture. And that's the nice thing (laughs) with this. The flashbacks are very, very few and far between. And 
They are relevant to the story, but you don't get a repetition of the same one all the time. Like okay. with a lot of these other ones, it's almost the same. Yeah, bit Miracle of Day flashed to mind. There, it's just <laughs> yeah. constant flashbacks at the but end. But if of you if you yeah. like your superheroes to be a bit gritty, yeah, he's, he's a self damaged person. But yeah, to be a little bit more realistic on the violence is well, is a well, bit unique at the moment, isn't it? Yes. And the nice thing about it is a superhero without superpowers. Mm. Excellent. Well, he, but he's kind got, of. He's, yeah, he he's can got, see, but mm. he's blind. It's a, um. <laughs> he sees out lines. It, it's enhanced hearing. Also. But what I mean is, if you break his rib, he break his rib. Kind oh, of yeah. style. He'd have he, the proverbial kicked out. And he does regularly. The one problem I have with that at the moment, because I'm, I'm about the second, third episode in, yep. he's all in black. Yes. Yeah. I am not thinking of Daredevil. No. I'm thinking of the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. He doesn't get his Daredevil yeah. costume till about the penultimate episode or the, the last yeah. episode. The last episode, really. But it's a, with the, the bandana, the hood. Yeah. The, it's the Dread Pirate Roberts. Mm. I actually preferred him in that black outfit to his final Spit costume. stealthy. Yeah. That that final red costume they gave him, I know it's meant to be more like the comic, the comic strip, strip. Yeah. I must prefer the more urban... What, the, the Zorro drone. mask? Yeah. The Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> it was stuff you could just buy off the shelf. Yeah. yeah. But it was, he bought it, most of it off of eBay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that made more sense to me, but suddenly to have a tailored suit. I mean, there was a story reason for it, but it still it didn't. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I finished that too. I think I mentioned it last time, didn't I? But I uh, mm. really enjoyed it too. Looking forward to the next. And they're doing is it three or four more other series of yeah. characters who are then all going to meet up. Oh, right. Well, three, three Tenants ca- in one as the bad guy, the purple guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, is that uh, a Netflix TV thing? Yeah. yeah. Right. Whether clear. he's actually going to be purple or not. The the character is called the purple guy. Yeah. Not the Teletubby. No. Yeah, they <laughs> never called King... As far as I remember, they never called Kingpin Kingpin no. No. in this version. Yeah. They're trying to keep it's it very real. Rupert mm. Frisk Frask. But yeah. I, the ones Frisk. I did, they don't mention it, but it, they allude to a lot of rebuilding in Hell's Kitchen because of what happened a few years ago. Yes. I, yeah. The Avengers film. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, me, I've not been doing a great deal, actually. Um, Jacob Lightfoot Series 8, I Ooh, finally eight, listened yeah. to. Yeah, Ooh. 9 is now out, I believe. Wow, yeah. I've, yeah. I think I'm up to 7. Yeah, but it's really good, as ever, really good. And they introduce, uh, for a couple of episodes, the character of Patsy, who is basically the uh, woman from Talons of Wing Chiang down at the... Uh, the Thames. Oh, yeah. I've never seen anything like it yeah. all my past. <laughs> I yeah. thought you were going to say sick. Joanna yeah. Lumley from Outfair. Bit of a molly, darling. Have you eaten sick. something, Patsy? <laughs> no, not since 1974. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one of those foodie things. Yeah. <laughs> She's very good, very funny. She's been eating what, the potpourri. What's the basic plot of Series A? Because we've had they, time travel, haven't we? They, this one doesn't really have much of an arc going through it. The last two episodes are joined. Yeah. The first two are just standalone. Does David Warner pop up in this series? No. No? Okay, I know that he popped up in Seven, didn't he? Uh, He pretended to be working for the Queen, I think. Oh, okay, Uh, yeah. Was that him? I can't remember if it was him. But yeah, Yeah. that one was to do with uh, working for the Queen and stuff like that, I think. Try and remember which one was which. It always amazes me how strong the seasons are. They never seem Mm. to get boring. No, it's really good stuff. Scorchies was the first episode. Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, That's actually really good. Yeah, I've got the Joe Grant episode, and I thought that was quite entertaining, but I've heard it's a Marmite episode. 
episode. Oh, you either okay. like it or you hate it. Yeah, very clever. It's basically a musical. Yeah, it's very funny to hear those two singing. <laughs> and that—that's the main reason I listen to Jagged Nightfall because they're so entertaining. They're oh, so God, humorous. Yeah, they are. They are. They're, they're a great double act. It's, yeah. it's definitely it's the same characters with Wing Triang. No changed. It, and it, it's all they're down to the language uh, yeah. Jago uses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. such yeah. poncy yeah. over the top. <laughs> <laughs> why Absolutely. Use, why use one word when three will do? Yeah, yeah. and he's a fantastic coward. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, not much else. I've been doing a couple of games. We play some games today. That uh, what else we've done recently? It's new. Sheriff of Nottingham we did the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New yeah. Small World we did today. It's I didn't. I didn't world think much of Small World. world. It was, yeah. it was yeah. so easy. Small I knew what I was world. doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's Maybe it's small better small with fewer world. players. I'm not sure. It's mm. small, small, I'm not sure. I think it probably world. lasts longer with fewer players because we were all taking each other's empires fairly quickly. Yeah. Don't know. Everyone seems to be taking my empire. Addicted to Dixit. Dixit was Dixit. Oh, good old Dixit, yes, yes. We're trying to do Doctor Who connections in the (laughs) vaguest way possible. (laughs) I think a lot of us got them. We did. That's because we're sad. Braggart's a good one. Braggart is good. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't played that for a while. Also, because of all this, I picked up a copy of Imperial Assault. Mm. Star Wars uh, miniatures it, game. It looks good. Looks good, but uh, I ended up watching a video on uh, somebody painting them, and now <laughs> I've got the bug to go and paint all these miniatures. Ah, yeah. The painting game. Mm, yeah. Which is, it's cost me a fortune in paint so far, and I've actually had time to actually paint. Yeah, I'll have to say, it has cost you a fortune in paints. We've gone through and looked, and he's only opened one. He's got about 52 <laughs> different colours, and he's only opened one. Yeah, as far as I've got. We're not saying, dear listener, that El Presidente is going for a second childhood, but he's just celebrated his birthday. Oh, and yeah. He's pleased. Mm. He's got Lego, Lego. and board <laughs> yep. games. Yep. Yep. <laughs> One of the board games in particular is um, Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. Ooh. It's meant to be absolutely, well, very difficult, shall I say? He was going to swear. Uh, it was his birthday. So close. Yeah. No close. You can let loose on your birthday. Adam doesn't usually <laughs> swear, you see. You're the one that's going to be putting the bleeps in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yes. So I look forward to that. It, it's going to be an entire evening just to try and solve one case. Yeah. Ooh. Apparently it's quite challenging. Mm. It's like Cluedo, but, but hard. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So you and get the point and a challenge. <laughs> so for each case, you get a copy of the Times newspaper mm. and various uh, background bits of details, and you've got to sift through, find the clues, mm. think, guess how it's done, or try to deduce how it's done, or whatever. With, uh, I suppose. And yes. he never guesses. So yeah. is this a board game or a computer game? It, it's a tabletop game. It's not. Right. Really, a board game, so actually, it's a tabletop mm. game. Is that the one we were watching on the video recently? I think it may have been. The video? Yeah, there was a video Back on to uh, the 80s and mm-hmm. watched it on YouTube. the video. Yeah, a YouTube video, yeah. Did a, did a review on it. Yeah, I'm not but, saying it was analogue, it was definitely <laughs> digital. But in a way, Jago and Lightfoot is a sort of comedy duo like Sherlock Holmes, it's just that they're, yeah. they're really funny about it. That's true, cool. that's true. Perhaps we could play it as Sherlock, at the Sherlock Holmes game as Jago and Lightfoot. Yeah, we have to do that. Did you not go to the cinema as well? That's right, I did. Uh, there's some little film, some uh, indie film of some kind. Uh, what was it? Uh, small budget. Um, oh, we Avengers know Age of Ultron. Oh, oh that yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been on an excursion. We've all trundled off to the local cinematic experience. Yes. The local local cinema. Yes. The picture house. The picture house. And what did we watch? Age of Ultron. Which is Avengers 2.
You never can get enough Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> that's certainly true of uh, Black Widow. Yes. Who <laughs> were misses, mm. yeah. Maybe that's his special power, because I don't think looking green's very good. No, no. Just, he's just jealous all the time. <laughs> oh, she seems to be able to make him go small. Lullaby. <laughs> she's not exactly what she, you need. She's like the opposite of what she should be. <laughs> opposite of a turn-on. Yeah, she's obviously, they've obviously figured out a trigger. She's Conditioned sort of like, him um, somehow. Rubs his hand and says a, a lullaby. Yeah, a lullaby, yeah. 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 And he goes all gooey. Hello, big fella. Mm. Mm. It's not going to be in green. <laughs> now, at risk of spoilers. Yeah, spoiler of music, spoiler music. Didn't you just know someone was going to die? Yeah. Leading up to it all through. And I'm really peed off that it's the person it was. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I liked that person. Okay. I mean, how do they keep Stark Towers going without Tony Stark? What was the point in turning him good and then just killing him off? just kill him. This is a lesson to learn. They gave him a journey and then ended it. I'd like to point out two factors. One, he's still alive over in the X-Men's. Yeah. Because it's the same character. And two, this is a Marvel film stroke comic book character. How long do you think he's going to be dead for? Nobody, I was going to say, nobody dies. Nobody. The thing I liked about it is the fact they were throughout it. Yes. Blatantly bashing her over the head saying, it's Hawkeye who's going to die. Oh, great. Oh, God, mm. yeah, you could yeah. introduce the family, family the yeah. cute yeah. kids, yeah. the babies yeah. on the way. Just where he leaves his family perfect. says about some home project, this will be my final project. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then I can rebuild this. Yeah, yeah. I've Reversing got the these kitchen. plans. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to die. <laughs> no, yeah. he didn't. You could almost see the Grim Reaper tapping him on the shoulder. <laughs> and he got a hell of a pounding. He did. He, he, he <laughs> did get knocked from pillar to post. Yeah, twice, twice. Though, yeah. He's strong. He got caught quite a pounding in the opening sequence, didn't he? Are we talking about the same film here? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're talking about different part. sort of poundings. <laughs> Is there any reason why Mrs Tony Stark wasn't in this one? Pepper. Oh, Pepper Potts. Did, did we have room for her? She was mentioned. Yeah, she was mentioned. Yeah, she wasn't in the previous She'd gone either. shopping, was didn't she? Yeah. Was she was too busy. Or something. She was yeah. too busy running Stark Industries. Too many characters. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. she was. She was in Avengers, but it was only two scenes where she yeah. got a phone call. Oh, was she in Avengers? Yeah, she was in the oh, Avengers. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, there are other lot of main characters. Yeah, we really need the wife. Likewise, is it Jane Thor's girlfriend? Sexist. Wasn't wasn't in it. No, and she definitely wasn't in Avengers. Wasn't, no. I don't know about you, I find it annoying when they mention characters who aren't going to be in it just so that we know that they haven't forgotten them. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Mentioning Jane, there was no point. They're not joined at the hip, not often. <laughs> no. But... <laughs> And I do have to say, it is probably one of the best Stanley cameos. Oh, it was. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> Getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, he lives his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can In believe haze. that. <laughs> it, it opens very quickly, doesn't it? You're straight into the action. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no hanging about. Well, it's, it's media res. It starts in media res, in the middle of uh, like yeah. the Bond films, in the middle of a previous adventure. Yeah, I suppose so. I thought some of the CGI in that opening bit was a bit dodgy. Really? Yeah. It's a good thing about being blind as a bat, you just don't notice these things. Here, here. It was quite obvious some of the time that they were the CG characters. Yes. The movement mm. of them and the scene down there. Yeah, actually, uh, Scarlett Johansson on the bike a lot of the time mm. looked a bit fake. Or oh, yeah. rather it, than back, it, it looked very green screen. Was it layer on the uh, speeder bike fake? Yeah. Oh, well, not yeah. quite that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could kind of tell where the human stopped and then the computer-generated version mm. took over. Yeah. Mm. But there were some other... film went on. Yeah, 
there were some really good special effects towards the end with the, the lump of land, the island, just being taken mm. up into that the sky. That was really good, mm. wasn't it? Yeah, you really got a scale of how vast it was. Mm. I enjoyed this film, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the last one, but I don't no, know why. Hmm. Yeah, because in theory... Familiarity? No, I don't. I mean, things I'm very familiar, and I enjoy all of them kind mm. of style, but there was just something about this one. I don't know if it's, they'd lost a bit of humour that you had between Loki and Thor. Well, perhaps there was yeah. just too many. I enjoyed the humour, but I did notice towards the end that I was yawning during the action sequences, but enjoying all the dialogue yeah. away from the action. There was many versions of Ult- the many versions <laughs> of Ultron attacking <laughs> yeah. one spot, and it was like watching Agent Smith in a v- Matrix. Matrix. So, and I was just mm. bored by it. I couldn't mm. take it all in for a start because it's very quick. Yeah. It's on a massive screen, and I'm blind as a bat. I think it does uh, pay to have a second viewing because yeah, I think so. Going on. Well, that's it. I mean, sort of very, it's very overwhelming. At yeah, times, but I, I, I found no difference. I enjoyed this immensely. Mm. Uh, Introduced lots of new characters. Yes. Well, that is along the lines of standard the Avengers comic. There is no one core Avenger group. The members are always changing. Mm. They're always pulled from the different comics. So mm. what was yeah, Red Fiery Girl called? Oh, uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch. I mean, the Scarlet Witch, uh, Quicksilver. The Vision. The Vision yeah, in the new one. Falcon was, is now an event. I know he showed yeah. up in Winter's Shoulder. Mm. So yeah. Winter's Shoulder. Yeah. But he, he's now a member of the Avengers. Mm. Apparently, yes. he wasn't in this film very much, but he was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I still like the humour. Certainly the... Um, Thor's Hammer. That made me laugh. Thor's Hammer. The Iron Man Hulk fight. Go to sleep. Go, Go to sleep. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and the, the uh, Captain America doesn't like swearing just yes. no, no, no. <laughs> one thing I did find um, especially towards the end of the film is Tony Stark's uh, star is very much on the wane now mm. yeah uh, well I think that is pulling into the next Captain America Civil War mm. but if that is going to be based on the comic strip the comic books it's Captain America v Iron Man basically mm. right. I get the idea that you got Stark not thinking of consequences mm-hmm. it's something wrapped up that, that was could... touched upon in this one, yeah, it? it's yeah. Uh, so wrapped up with what he could do, he doesn't mm. think whether he should do. Well, that's and also because I mean, not he's so spoiled. Yeah, mm. yeah. he knows he's a, a mile and a half smarter than anyone else in the room. Yeah. yeah, so he will do what he wants to do because he thinks it's gonna, he yeah. can he can mm. deal with any anything any that comes out of it. I mean, that's yeah. it. I mean, Ultron was was very much uh, Tony Stark's Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, mm. it's yeah. His, his ego. He did the same problem twice because you had Ultron and then he had Vision. Fortunately, mm. it worked out with the Vision. He didn't learn. Same decisions again that led to the same result. There is a general feeling in the Western world, maybe, certainly in America, maybe his country too, that scientists are bad. <laughs> Anything they they're do, they don't the think world. about consequences, they're going to endanger the world. <laughs> yeah. They well, can't ma- be trusted. And this really plays into that. Remember the uh, Large Hadron Collider? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were turning mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Was it on Mock the Week? They were arguing over the turning on of the Large Hadron Collider. And Dara O'Brien was saying, look, they've taken every possible consequence and one of the others, I think it was Sarah Millican, said they haven't taken the um, precaution of not actually turning it on, have they? Because yeah. there's, well, there's, of course, there's that fear that it was going to destroy the world. <laughs> and 
that's yeah. also yeah. that's with, where with the hydrogen bomb well, there yeah. was a remote possibility that it could set off every hydrogen atom on the earth mm. it was remote but it was there but they but were then, anyway you know that sort of thing gets highlighted like Adam yeah. said yeah. but then you don't hear so much about the smaller things about the, the headway people are making in the cure for cancer yeah. The, yeah. all the hundreds upon hundreds of good things they do that I suppose it's because if they get it really badly wrong the world could do yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. people focus on the end of the world and the amount of money being wasted as they see it towards yeah. all that stuff yeah. but then yeah. the same could be said about computer geniuses like him over there she's looking I get fired and the council loses money the world doesn't face the potential of being blown up or it poisoned is if, um, <laughs> it, is, it is if the minute you get wrong is um, Woolwich council or whatever it is saying no we won't press the red button this yeah. week yeah. <laughs> and Woolwich council voted to press the red button I was overwhelmed by the end credits the amount of names in there because it was about a hundred names every sort of five seconds in the end. Yes, yeah. I have to admit, I like the fact that they now put yeah. the, the extra scene yeah. mm. before yeah. all of the end credits. There is, no, there is no end credits scene. This is what, no, mid we all stayed scene. there. Often yeah. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. about six other people yeah. and we all went, oh. Nothing on the right at the end. Yeah. Very disappointing. Mm. One memorable name <laughs> from the credits was In Bum Huang. <laughs> yeah, I remember you We all had a good chuckle at that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'd like to meet like, that man. I woman. did like the fact that Hulk also got his little scene when he jumped aboard the airplane and oh, Ultron came. That wonderful Hulk jumps ab- aboard and all you hear is, oh, for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ultron comes flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking very sad and lonely there. And yeah. Mm. Big Hulk in a little cockpit yeah. flying away at the end. Well, so this is, is, he, is it. He, is he needed gone? the sad music. Yeah. He's having a sulk. You could say that this is the end of the original Avengers because nearly all of them have gone their separate ways for various reasons. Yeah, who've got left um, Captain America and uh, Black Widow. Black Widow Mm. from the original core group. Yeah. Did Guardians... Sorry. Didn't that, didn't that happen at the first one, though? They go all their own uh, they, ways, they but s- they know they'll come together yeah, they, they when we spread, need them. They, they separated and spread their own way, but this one you get the... Because you had their replacements, mm. they're training up a new team, basically. Yeah. So this one you get the idea that this core group has now left, or at least mm. gone for now. So who have we got left? Captain America. We've got Captain America, Black, Black Widow, Widow, Vision, mm-hmm. Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, Witch. and uh, Falcon. Are Guardians of the Galaxy going to turn up at any point? They're the same universe, so they couldn't well, have. Presumably one all this Thanos stuff kicks off properly mm-hmm. yeah. they will have to involve somehow but there'll mm. be so many characters yeah. well, well, if so I remember right, Infinity War is going to be a two filmer two films so maybe it start with Guardians yeah yeah two different the same war from two different points of view yeah, maybe mm. all coming mm. together at the end so got all of these jewels that they've got to find the gems mm. yeah. and Infinity at the Stones, end of huh? which one was it I think it was the last one you had the Horsemen of the Apocalypse no that's the X-Men is that's that X-Men, X-Men. Oh, well, I'm getting me yeah. Yeah. You get that's an entirely different universe yeah. oddly universe. it shouldn't be but yeah. Yeah. well that's because Marvel were going bust and had to sell the various properties mm. out to yeah. Sony and Fox and, and <laughs> just before the film started we saw a trailer Ant-Man Ant-Man, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had the trailer for Minions and we had a room full of very mixed age people and everyone oh Minions movie <laughs> much the similar that's... thing where we were but it was <gasps> Ant-Man Ant-Man <laughs> yeah are they dragging the bow, bottom of the bow? but we thought that for Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, yeah. I, I have to say with Ant-Man we've got the technology now to pull off the special effects yeah. and it looked quite good it did and hilarious when mm, this mini yes. thing is having a fight and throwing people over his shoulders oh and, yeah. and on the train tracks yes Yes. <laughs> 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 Go, going back 
back to Ultron, we, yes. just for our listeners, we actually try and choose the Doctor Who story to kind of complement the film. But obviously we didn't know that much about the film because we, we hadn't seen it. Seen yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. it was interesting that Face of Evil is basically about a psychotic computer yeah. and Ultron's about mm, a, a psychotic, psychotic computer. computer. Yeah. Basically you've got that kind of split personality again that's... Mm. It's gone Fruit Loops. Mm, yeah. Interesting theme they seem to, to come up with. Theme. I think Ultron was funnier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely, definitely. <laughs> I liked our, Bit of wheat and humour in there. His own one, Jarvis. Of the, the, oh, the computer, yeah. yeah. Jarvis got quite a role, didn't he? Yeah, Jarvis very got posh, a role, Jarvis. yes. And the fact that Jarvis kind of didn't die. Yeah. He's now got a body. It, yeah. No, but before he got the body, he oh, hid himself he, away. He hid himself away the, and the, kept the changing the web program numbers. For the nuclear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perhaps kind of we should have got Jarvis to do our intro raps. What I found interesting was because Dark was looking for a sentient computer, but he had it I, I, under his nose. He yeah, had yeah, Jarvis yeah. was actually there, effectively. He just hadn't realised Jarvis had got to that level of sentience. It was unclear to me because they seemed to be looking for an AI but they already had one yeah. Why, how did they not know that Jarvis was artificially intelligent I don't know I, I think True. they just hadn't realised it had evolved to that point made that leap it was Maybe. too below uh, Iron Man too below Stark he didn't realise it was too simple <laughs> <laughs> but no I, I enjoyed it so some of the special effects I expected more especially considering the amount of money they've got to throw at this considering the amount of money they've made out of it but I'm not sure I'm going to rush out and get this particular one on DVD no, there was something no. I just so I can't put my finger on it, but there was something I didn't enjoy quite so much as this one. As I will watch the Avengers Assemble again. I'll watch this once more, but probably not as often. I wouldn't necessarily choose to put this one on that often. I'd say Captain America's quite fit, and it's worth watching just for that. <laughs> <laughs> he wore some very snug tops in mm. this film. Mm. <laughs> oh, yes, before I go, before I finish with my little bit, there's a blue police box that makes oh, a guest yes. appearance there in it, it. Allegedly, yes, I've seen I, the photo. I forgot to look out for it the second time I viewed it. Is yeah. it actually there, or is that a... I haven't... I haven't or somebody taken a VCR, screenshot? We'll yeah. have to slide. You're literally blurred. I'm not necessarily saying it's a blue police box, but there is a blue box with white panelings at yeah. the top. It sort of blurredly shoots past the screen. Mm. <laughs> blurredly. It could be anything. It's a good word. They blurredly come at night. Blurredly. Blurred. Could, be, could be anything. Right, you've been writing to us again, you lovely, lovely people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank we you. Thank have you. heard... Oh, thank you. Oh, that was so nice. Someone hit Keith. Thank you. The- we have heard from Sandro. Hello, Sandro. Sandro says, hello, Staggering Stories. How hello. are you doing today? Good. Thanks, That's yeah. good. I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Thought I might recommend some stuff starting with books. Okay, yeah. Oh, haven't been reading much lately, aside from comics, of course, but I've just started Orange is the New Black, the original <laughs> source material oh. for the original Netflix series. Oh. Well, by reading, I mean being antisocial and listening to the audiobook <laughs> on trains to uni. Oh, and by antisocial, I mean who the hell talks to people you don't know on trains. <laughs> Nutters. Loved your quick thoughts on Daredevil. Such a fantastic series. Not quite done with it at the time of sending. Still got the final two episodes left. But it really is everything I wanted and more. Oh, I would go so far as to say it's perfect. 
The only annoying thing is the constant use of freaking rather than the other F word, <laughs> frolicking. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is used quite freely in most Netflix productions, I should add. It's true. Cannot wait for season two and the other three Marvel Netflix shows that are coming over the next two years. Also mm. saw Avengers Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Solid film. Mm-hmm. A great sequel. Cast was brilliant as always. Script was great. Perhaps better than the first one. Mm-hmm. It was everything you'd expect from a Joss Whedon production. Yes. My mm. only problem would be the ending. Mm. They were leading up to the Civil War quite heavily in this one with the Cap stroke Stark relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they leave on good, no, best friend-like terms at the end. In fact, I really wanted to see what happened at the end. All we really got was throwaway lines about Thor and Hulk running off, Hawkeye <laughs> going to help his family, ooh, spoilers, and Cap <laughs> teaming up with Natasha to train the new Avengers. Wait, new Avengers? Yeah. Already? <laughs> Not sure about that. Felt very tacked on, like it came out of nowhere. Doesn't mean I'm not excited about the new team. Mm. One other thing, which I hope you'll bring up in your review as well, is how they were heavily setting up Civil War so much that the Ultron resolution felt quite underwhelming. (laughs) Anyway, Mm. I still love this movie, and it's going to be in my top three for sure. It was almost perfect, but the bit that wasn't, I'm very vocal about. (laughs) One last bit. I want to recommend a TV show. Go for it. It's based off a DC comic published under the Vertigo brand, like Stories such as Sandman are. It's mm. called I Zombie. Mm. Oh, yes, yeah. laugh, I did as well. It's quite a stupid name. <laughs> Over in the US, the CW, brackets Arrow, Flash, etc., picked up the series for a first season and it's surprisingly good. It's from the makers of Veronica Mars and is kind of like a light-hearted supernatural stroke sci-fi cop show. It focuses on Liv, who was turned into a zombie at a boat party. Now, being a zombie doesn't mean walking around like an animal eating people that only happens when uh. you don't eat brains for about a week. Uh. <laughs> Liv finds that in order to stay relatively human, she needs a solid supply of brains, so she goes to work at a morgue. Now, (laughs) eating brains gives her the original owner's traits for a bit, and some of their memories. Each episode includes her helping the police to track down these people's murders. So yeah, it's pretty stupid and doesn't take itself seriously at all. Really well written and played, would recommend. Mm. I'd even say it's better than the comic, which is good, but suffers from a complicated arc. Uh, Anyway, that's heaps from me. Hope it didn't take up that many pages. (laughs) Thanks for a great podcast. Sandro. Thank you. Thank you, Sandro. Is she cooking these brains? I doubt it. When when one is a zombie, one eats your brains raw. Like sushi. I quite like the idea. That sounds interesting. Well, you should eat brains more often then. I've seen reviews and seen photos, and it looks interesting. Yeah, I know um, Rose McIver, the the star, is a friend with Gillen, and they've done a little short film together. Any excuse. So if she takes on characteristics, she could for a moment be like a psycho or a ditz. Sort of shades of a quantum leap. I think she's burning to death. But with characteristics of who he's leapt into. Oh, talking of that, we haven't done something. Oh, haven't we? No, he's glaring behind you. Yes. Dun, dun. Hello, Hello, Brain of Pertwee! Hello, Brain of Pertwee. Mm. Yes. Oh, the brain's long since that. Oh, damn. (laughs) Ashes of Gillen have disappeared since Dave, who went to America, licked them. (laughs) (laughs) He's a professor, you know. He's more than licked them, I believe. Dave has taken them with him. Dirty old fellow. We'd like to wish good luck to Dave, who went to America, and his lovely wife, Elizabeth. And we're we're glad it's all finally over, and you two can be together because you're awesome. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you're glad he's finally gone. Well, that as well. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sure he'd understand. I mean, the man walks around licking ashes. Mm. You know? And doing the thing things is, to Carl Damey. The thing is, 
he is left for true love. Oh. <laughs> and for good. And for America. Yeah. Mm. Not a part we're visiting, though, yet. Florida, no. Maybe Florida. we could persuade him to fly over. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> it's quite a long way, I think. It, but not if you're flying. Yeah. No, true, true. It's quite a long way, but it's not as far as we're travelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on the same continent. He is on the same continent, but... <laughs> Could someone read New Will's York. letter? <laughs> Next, we have one here from Will. Hello, Hello Will. Will. He says, Hello, team. Hello. Sorry it's been a while. I've had schoolwork and mocks, but I'm ah, here now. Forgiven. I enjoyed your latest episodes, and they've made numerous Mondays a lot more amusing. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Must be some dire Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> so, what have I been up to recently? Well, I watched all of Misfits. Oh, yeah. Oh. Which I really enjoyed, and although it does dip in quality during Series 4, Series 5 does redeem it, and it oh. goes out on a high. Oh, good. I didn't think the second cast were as good, no. so I really liked Rudy, who was just as good as Nathan. Oh, yeah. I've now started watching Supernatural, Life oh. on Mars, and Heroes. Heroes, oh. On TV, I've been watching Poldark. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Which was... Yeah. <laughs> Actually, so on a slight side note, um, some of the scenes from uh, Poldark, yeah. they're filled in this um, small town called Caution, which is where my brother lives. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Does he take his top off a lot? <laughs> Not if he Flex his pecs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because some of the um, some of the buildings in uh, Caution, they are, well, obviously they date from the sort of uh, late sort of 16th and 17th century, so it's the ideal place to um, yeah. Yeah, to do film yeah, for those period uh, yeah, costume dramas. Yeah. I've been watching Poldark, which was okay, but I did feel it did drag in the middle. <laughs> Inside number nine was just brilliant, and I loved it every second of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. My favourite was the Sheridan Smith episode, which I really recommend to anyone if you want something dark and funny and a massive twist you won't see coming for a while. Yeah, I must catch up with those. I've got them recorded. I've also listened to Dark Eyes 3, which was brilliant and much improved on the second series. Yeah, it was a bit of a drag, the second series. <laughs> Although I'm still trying to warm to live, especially now. Spoiler warning. Molly's left. No, well. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Maybe with just the two of them, I'll warm to her. Alex McQueen is superb as the master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that's not him. <laughs> and has some of the best master doctor chemistry since Pertwee and Delgado. Mm. Hear that, Pertwee? <laughs> He's nodding. Yeah. My favourite story from the set was Master Plan, purely down to the master and the doctor. By your next show, I will have listened to Dark Eyes 4, so I'll let you know how I feel on it. Okay. Four already, I think. Yeah. yeah. One last thing. I've come to the conclusion that no matter how hard I try to avoid a trailer, I still see it. <laughs> <laughs> I try to avoid the final Avengers H of Ultra trailer until the day of my media mock where we had to evaluate two trailers mm-hmm. <laughs> one was for the, for the new Bradley Cooper film and the other was for Avengers 2 oh dear. Yeah. it did seem to show a lot a lot of the big action stunts which would have surprised me more when I saw the film if the trailer wasn't forced upon me yeah. anyway I'll go now and speak to you all again soon Will. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Will. 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 Yeah. It's always a problem with trailers. They tend to give away mm. quite a lot. Yeah. Unless they're very carefully done. The actual Star Wars Episode 7 trailers aren't too bad, the I don't think. teasers so far. Yeah. They've yeah. not given away too much. Hands in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we knew, we knew some of the characters. I, I would like to find out with one final addendum. Oh. Some utter, 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 complete, utter... Bottom face. Bottom face <laughs> has re-edited the latest Star Wars trailer. Oh, I saw this one. I think and has placed Jar Jar yeah. Binks oh. in every scene. <laughs> Very well done. So it's the reverse of Jar Jar. Oh, no. yeah. We'll have to watch that. It's yeah. quite Brilliant. good. It's quite funny. Yeah, I guess. Well, we're we're chucking addendums in. Yeah. Um, I mean, it might not be anything, but I'm super suspicious. Yes. Um, the clip of the read through of. 
uh, Rufus most... Hound's episode of Doctor Who, Jenna Coleman isn't sitting at the read-through table. Mutter, 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 mutter. She mutter, gets mutter. her own table. She's a bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perhaps, Perhaps, yeah. Yeah. I thought bad. everybody it's... who's in it has to be there yeah. for the read-through. Perhaps it, it is. Perhaps happen. she's outside in the corridor. <laughs> yeah. well, she's been told off and sent out. <laughs> <laughs> Think about what she's done. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily read much into that. I think sometimes if they're filming, they just but can't make the read. what's she filming? Well, Doctor mm. Who, probably. No, I, th- I think she's but gone how could by she that be point. filming Doctor Who if everyone well, involved the in the filming of Doctor Who mm. is at the read-through table? I would like to wager a shiny pound yes. that that two-parter sees the end of Clara. To death. <laughs> to death. To death. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here, folks. Well, we'll see. But I, I doubt it. Sorry, I clipped that. <laughs> uh, we have one final final bit of feedback here. Uh, it's from certain Chavon Galachon. Galachon! Who's been for weeks and weeks wanting and us weeks? To, to plug uh, a video that she's in called uh, The Glimpse. There oh, you go. yes. We've plugged it. That's it. That's go. enough. We've plugged it. Just a mere glimpse of the glimpse. Is yeah, enough. we'll stick a link in the show notes. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> every every time we see Zia, there's always some way that to get in the fact of how many viewers this yes. YouTube video has uh, now had. I bet oh, yeah, how, how many, many thousands viewers, how is many it now? Go on. Yeah. 14,000 last I heard. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a hit. Yeah. It is. yeah. Does it really need us to plug it? Not really. We'll no. take that bit out. Or we'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it's quite good, if, but I haven't seen it. Oh, <laughs> there's the support. Who tells you it's quite good? <laughs> well, uh, well, we'll all watch yes. it now. Mm. Yes. That was amazing. <laughs> right. If you'd like to write to us, you can do so at show... At... Staggeringstories.net Woohoo! And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More, <laughs> more fun, frivolity and jollity. Uh-huh. More news and reviews. <laughs> yes. More who old and new. Ooh. Well, I know. Say that. Mm. So, until that lascivious, liquid <laughs> fraction of lustful... Loquacious? Loquaciousness. Lollipops. And lollipops. <laughs> comes limping? Comes limping down upon us. This is me, Crumbly saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Goodbye. Au revoir. Oh, Oh, dear. You have been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast Series 1, Number 210, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, The Real Keith Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. We haven't done a rap intro. We haven't. <laughs> and there's probably a very good reason for that. <laughs> we could do old person rap. <laughs> Chap rap. Oh. What's that? Um, Demo, please. Okay. <laughs> my name is Riddler and I'm really very old and I wear my tights long because the weather is cold. <laughs> <laughs> I will come up with a staggering rap. <laughs> staggering <laughs> we, rap. We done your verse. Thank you very much. <laughs> my name is Scott and my head has a hole. It was dug by a doctor who was also a mole. <laughs> <laughs> I keep all my pens in there in case I'm needed to write. I've always got a bick, but my hearing is shite. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, that's the best. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun. I've summed you up there. I've everything. <laughs> so, mine, you've got to include the words moomin and. You do not tell me how to write. Pooing. Moomin and pooing. Awesome. <laughs> it almost writes itself. <laughs> and Snoopy. Droopy. Snoopy, I, I droopy. <laughs> Someone's got to say, can I get a hail? <laughs> Can one get a hail? Can one get a hail? Hail. Hail. Yo. Alpha male of our crew, I have made real Keith my hoe. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. Excuse me, gentlemen, ladies. Excuse me, no, one didn't. Let me hear you say, Cobb, blimey. Cobb, blimey. Is that dogs? Yeah. I'm real Keith dogs. <laughs> I'm real Keith dogs but posh Yeah, you're calling us dogs or yeah. the listeners dogs you haven't got some dogs <laughs> but if you did they'd be posh I've got some They're posh dogs <laughs> to go with my shite hearing have you, have you got the rhythm my name is Keith dogs we're never going to live this down. They're going to play this when we go on stage or whatever and record a live podcast <laughs> yeah. in America. What's all this about? I'm Jean. I'm all kind of punky. Of what? Kind of... That's not what that says. <laughs> it does. I'm Jean. I'm all... I'm all punky. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm all Jean. No, I'm you're not all Jean. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all Jeannie. <laughs> I'll get it right in a moment. Am I all right at this angle? Yeah. <laughs> I've been reading at this angle. Dear heart, you've been at that, that angle that. for many years, haven't you? <laughs> uh, no, hang on. Look, your brain stopped. <laughs> yeah, my brain has stopped. Place edit here. <laughs> yeah. No, it is not Tom Baker. Not dead yet. I not think dead at yet. work they know that full well I'll go into full mourning and no one's <laughs> to talk to me. <laughs> Sea devils. I've done Jean's right verse. <laughs> Get Go on. <clears throat> I don't want to. She's <laughs> You've got to do it though. It's very good. I like you. <laughs> Janice Street Porter ain't got nothing on Jean. With her bins and her dogs, she's the rhyming slang queen. A <laughs> vocal cords are bitching. She loves cats and hates doggies, so they use her on the Thames when the weather gets foggy. <laughs> oh. She's got to write your one there. I can't write one for me. That's what that's specific. Keith, you know her well. <laughs> I can't write. <laughs> what? I can't write. So. Ooh. Oh, you've pulled me out. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Ow. Sorry, I hit the mic and I dropped stuff. Karen is in pain. Feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were brilliant, Grumbly. I think uh, your points were well made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Fake, Fake Keith. I'm the real Karen Dunn. At computer <laughs> games, I'm ace. I'm number one. Quite tame for you, really. Isn't I it? was. I was going to say a bollocking. <laughs> <old> <laughs> <fart>. <laughs> 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 got the way to it now. 